Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those who are wanting to really rock their lives and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Yes, guys, in today's podcast, I am going to talk about sex, baby. But first, I want to announce the winner of last month's podcast reviews. So when you listen to my podcast, if you enjoy it and leave a review where you leave reviews, depending on where you listen to your podcast, every month I put all those people into a draw and one person wins. And our lucky winner today for last month comes from Canada. Hector Boyardi left a message, left a podcast review saying informative and actionable. I could listen to Jen speak all day. I like how she uses personal experiences to demonstrate how change for the better is possible. She's very informative without being preachy. That's good news. I don't want to be preachy, guys. And ends each episode with simple tips for living a healthier life. So, Hector, thank you so much for leaving a review. You win a one-hour consultation with me. We will set up a time that works for Canadian time and my time here in Australia. I would love to talk about health and life with you. So please reach out to me. So remember guys, when you're listening to the podcast, if you enjoy it, leave a review and you could be the person who wins next month an hour with me to talk everything about health and life and just where you're at and where you want to go, living from a place of prevention. But right now it's time to get back to talking about sex. And the reality is people just don't talk enough about sex. We just don't. It's one of those kind of tabooy things. It's up there with like, you know, sex, religion, and money. And uh, it's not cool. It's, it's a part of our lives. It's part of us. And the reality is that in life at different times, and it's not an age thing, but at different times, our libido is not as strong as it can be. And that's for guys and chicks. It doesn't matter. Some of the most common causes are things like, you know, anxiety and depression, having a low body image, you know, if you're just not feeling comfortable in your own skin, that's a real one. Uh, low self-esteem, which can kind of run with that. Living your future out of the past, that's huge, where you might have had some experiences or stresses or something in the past and life's doing just, you know, you've got those kind of fears about things in the future. That's real. Uh, go back to episode 17, actually, and just check that one out. There be, might be something in that one for you. Stress in general, like really physically, emotional stress, financial stress, all those kind of things put us in survival mode. And when we're there, your body just goes, mm, nah, nah, <laughs> it just goes, nah. And in fact, when you really are burning the candle at both ends, uh, your body almost says, look, you are not even coping with life at the moment. And you expect me to give you a libido where you could possibly make a baby as well. It's like not a chance. So how do we get around that? We've got to get our body into a place where it stops turning that thing off, your libido off as a, as a coping mechanism. And it doesn't matter what age you are. You know, I am a 59 year old postmenopausal woman. Yes, I am. But stress can still, even though I am not going to get pregnant, not a high chance. Uh, in fact, no bloody chance. But even, you know, my age, that can happen. doesn't matter. It's, it's not an age thing that does it. It's just all those kind of things. But when we stress out, you know, then that starts giving us, you know, the low adrenal energy, low testosterone. Yes, women have testosterone too. We have all the, both, both guys and chicks have all the range of hormones. 
the reality is, guys, stress is still the biggest thing that impacts our libido. It does. If you have not listened to episode 10 yet of my Healthy Life Hacks podcast, please go back and listen to it. That's where I talk all about the adaptogen herbs and how stress absolutely shortens our lives. Well, it doesn't just shorten our lives. It absolutely kills our libido as well. So go back and have a listen to that one. But right now, imagine where you are at the moment. Has life got your juices flowing? This it is like, I'm excited about life and I'm passionate and life is just wonderful. It's, oh, it's all that. That's, that's the kind of vibe. It's like when we, whether we get, you know, bored or whether we get sleep deprived. And in fact, go back to episode one and check out my episode all about the adrenal glands, which is where you our happy little hormones are produced. The ones that give us our libido. Where in that one, I talk all about the impact of stress and sleep. You've got to be sleeping properly for all those hormones to be able to be recharging so that you've even got a possibility of that vibe. We've got to be able to manage stress. Some people, it's really common, especially since, you know, it's 2020. It's been a bit of an interesting year. And so a lot of people are on antidepressants. Antidepressants absolutely can lower libido. We want to look at exercising. We want to look at moving our body in some way that you really enjoy every single day. I'm not a gym head, but you'll see me in the surf most days, or if I'm not in the surf, I'm walking because that's what works for me to really get my, my body moving and to feel good about myself. Mindfulness, our, our state of our mind, having that positive hope. And again, that's been taxed so much this year. And I've talked in previous episodes about how you know, keeping our mind in a positive state is really important. And even things, if you haven't tried it yet, but maybe you want to try things like yoga and Pilates. Yoga and Pilates are two exercises that are excellent for increasing blood flow to all body systems. So that's important. You may have seen some things out there where they're talking about different foods that are aphrodisiacs. Guys, a glass of water will be an aphrodisiac if you want it to be. It's the truth. It's the truth. I'll talk about that more in a moment. But the kind of foods that are said to be aphrodisiacs, you know, things like oysters because they're rich in zinc, things like chili, they help with circulation, red wine, well, it's going to relax you, honey, chocolate, those comforting, sweetie kind of foods that help you feel all emotionally comforted and safe, coffee, which is a stimulant, strawberries, which are just luscious. I just want to share that there's absolutely no scientific evidence to back up. And trust me, I have researched the butt off this. There's not to say that those foods increase libido are they going to help you maybe feel in a better state emotionally sure they don't directly affect libido so i just want to throw that in there let's talk about a few herbs that have been known to help with libido the first one is tribulus now tribulus is a herb that is said to help with testosterone so a lot of women go oh i'm not going to take tribulus i'm going to grow boy bits well you're not going to grow boy bits it's not that's not how it works but tribulus is a, you know, it's a small kind of leafy plant and the roots and fruit are traditionally used in traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine. And there was absolutely a very cool study that was done that where seven and a half milligrams of tribulus was really effective for female sexual interest and arousal disorder. Yes, it's a real thing, guys. It's really common. So what happened after about four weeks in that study, what they found was that there was an improvement in the sexual desire and arousal and dissatisfaction all around. So tribulus is a herb uh, that could absolutely be of use. I like herbal medicine. I really do. So that's one. Maca root powder. So maca root powder is one that's used a lot by people, you know, as an energizing. It's even used in some kind of energy tonic drinks. 
that you'll see out there. Really interesting is that it's shown in studies to help with antidepressant-induced sexual dysfunction in postmenopausal women. I'm a postmenopausal woman. I don't take antidepressants, but a lot do. And even not just postmenopausal, but maca root was shown to help women in that category. Maybe that's something you want to try. Saffron, you know, that golden saffron, if you can get real saffron, that's the thing. Saffron in Ayurvedic medicine has classically been used as an aphrodisiac. So it's been shown to improve sexual arousal after about, you know, four weeks or so in the study, which was good. So ginkgo biloba, that's another one. Ginkgo biloba is a, you know, it's a great big tall tree. The ginkgo trees in Asia, like when we're there, at, when in their fall, the colors of these trees are just magnificent. But ginkgo is a herb that we traditionally use in clinic for relaxing blood vessels and increasing blood flow. So that's not going to help with um, arousal, but it will help kind of, you know, get the circulation going once you are interested. That's it. In the aromatherapy world, I am an aromatherapist, so I need to talk about that as well. We usually talk about the flower oils, essential oils that are taken from the flowers. And the one that gets a bad rap all the time is your lang lang. People go, oh, it's an aphrodisiac. Well, guys, it's not an aphrodisiac as such. It's not going to directly huh, make you horny. It's just not. But it will absolutely help you feel, you know, uh, relaxed and calm and nurtured and safe. All the flower essential oils, essential oils taken from the flowers of the tree, your roses and your jasmines and your, your langylangs, those kind of essential oils. They're so beautifully supportive to your heart chakra that when you feel safe and you feel loved, you have way more chance of looking at doing all the other fun things in life. But if you're not, if you're feeling fearful and not relaxed and on edge, that shit's not going to happen. It's just not. When we're in survival mode, it just won't. We need to be able to have the walls down from around our heart chakra, rose essential oil energetically. And I talk about it in the aromatherapy insight cards. Yeah, it's excellent for bringing those walls down that we've put up from past hurts. Guys, we've all been hurt in the past. We just have. And when we've been hurt, it's easy to, the easy but not cool thing to do is to live into the, our future from our past. And because we've been hurt, in whether it's a new relationship or just, you know, recranking a relationship, whatever it is, it's easy to go, oh, you know, I'm just going to protect myself this little bit. But when we do that, we don't surrender. We don't give our you know, 100% of ourselves to our partners or whoever the person is of sexual interest. And, and when that wall's up, it's not going to, it's just not going to work the same way. I actually have two blends that I've designed, one which is called Love It. So I'm all about living life, loving life and getting on with it. So my Love It blend contains rose absolute, rosewood and rose geranium. It's a beautiful blend that helps to soothe and balance the heart chakra so that you can feel safe and loved. I actually love wearing that as a perfume some days. It's just, it's luscious. And then the next one is Seduce. My Seduce blend is a, a romantic, warm, heart nurturing blend of jasmine, cedarwood, Mandarin for a bit of fun, patchouli and ylang ylang. So if you're into essential oils, grab any of those essential oils and blend them yourself. If you want to cheat, I'll put a note in the show notes where you can track down my blends. That's it. But bottom line, guys, you know, whether it's herbal medicine you want to try or whether it's foods or some aromatherapy, it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, a glass of water will be an aphrodisiac if you want it to be. That's it. We need to relax. We need to be present and just enjoy the experience. You deserve it, guys. You really do. 
in life, we're meant to be in partnership. We are human beings. We are a connected species. And this is part of it. It can be cool. It can be fun. If you are in the space where you have lost that interest, you have lost your libido, take a breath. Be gentle with yourself. Bring some adaptogen herbs in. Bring some essential oils in. Bring in some foods. Just and, and just take a breath. Let yourself feel safe and loved in yourself first. Bring the walls down and then let yourself just be present to what's possible. Really seriously, a glass of water will be an aphrodisiac if you want it to be. It starts with our mind. If our mind is closed or if we're judging right now from our past, it's not going to work. So be gentle with yourselves. Start exploring again and at least open your mind to what's possible. It is part of our lives. So, guys, I want to leave you with three healthy life hacks when it comes to sex. The first one is to relax. We've got to relax. That relax, sleep properly, and think about bringing some adaptogens into your life. I bang on about adaptogen herbs, guys, but your adrenal glands are the core of your being. Adaptogens support those glands, and that's where those hormones are made. That's it. They tell your reproductive system what to do. Your adrenals tells your thyroid what to do. It's like the governing space. You want it to feel happy and be working properly. Get that vital life and vital energy back in there. So relax, use some adaptogens. Healthy life hack number two is to think about trying some essential oils. Whether you cheat and use my blends, go for it. Or whether you just want to use those heart essential oils and create your own juicy, luscious blend, use essential oils. Aromatherapy is just so cool. And then the last one, healthy life hack number three is to bring some fun into your life. Remember when you're in survival mode, your body will shut your libido down like that. You've got to have some fun. Just, you know, remember your adrenals. I've talked about in previous episodes to recharge with good food, good rest, and good play. Lighten up, lighten up, bring that back into your life. And then your body physically and emotionally and mentally will be more receptive to all those fun, juicy things like sex in your life as well. That's it for today, guys. If you want to grab my show notes and see some cool links that will help you out as well, go to healthylifehacks.com.au. And in the next episode, I'm going to be asking, mm -hmm, are you interested or are you interesting? I want to thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review where you're listening in from. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review to have a free one-hour consultation with me. If you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below and join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.